Welcome to the Warrior Nation podcast. Every afternoon, the Pocomoke High School eSports team meets in the cafeteria to practice. The eSports team is led by Logan Davis and Ben Holland. The eSports coach is Mr. Bohaska, or Mr. B, as the students call him. Warriors Communications sat down to talk eSports with the popular coach and psychology teacher, Mr. Bohaska, or simply Mr. B. Mr. Bohaska, explain how eSports works for the non-gamers. So essentially, it's like any other sport where you compete with other teams, but instead of doing like football, baseball, things like that, it's various video games. And so at our school, the one that we do right now is Super Mario Smash Ultimate. It's kind of the game of choice. It's the one that we are allowed to play. And then we connect with classes and schools all over the county. We've done Texas, California, Indiana. And then you compete in a one-on-one -on -one match. And similar to any other sport, there's playoffs if we make the top 10%. How does a practice go typically? How does one warm up in esports? So the very first thing before we even start playing video games is I look up everyone's grades, which is always a, a wonderful occasion because I believe that, you know, education is important. We need to keep our grades up before we're playing video games. But video games are also, you know, it's a good way to relax. It, it has its advantages mentally as well and socially. And so I look up the grades. If any student has like a low C or lower, I will look up how they're doing in class. We'll have a quick little conference. And then the idea is, is they have to do one assignment for me. So one thing that they're missing, you know, one draft of something, if there isn't anything they can do, then one conference to figure out a plan. And then I talk to their teacher. Once that's out of the way and everyone is settled with grades, then it's essentially just playing video games. And since there's so many different characters and so many different ways of, you know, who you can play against and all of that, Essentially, sometimes students will pick what's known as their main character, so the character they feel most strongly playing against, you know, they're, they're good playing at. Other times it's completely random who you play as, so you just get good with all of the characters. And then, similar with any sport, it's kind of building on the various skills that will help you in esports. How can students or parents or community members watch competitions? Right now, the only way that competitions are kind of showcased or streamed live is if it is the final match of the playoffs, um, because it's very difficult to connect to the screen live when you're playing against in individuals in Indiana or California versus here. You also don't want the internet to affect the playing of the game. So what I've been doing with students so I can keep an eye on it is essentially they have to get on Zoom with me. And so then I can see, you know, making sure that everything is, you know, we're following the rules and all of that. So right now, the only way of viewing it is kind of through Zoom. So if a parent or individual really wants to see it, they can let me know. I can share the Zoom link. And right now, that's it. It's a relatively new thing, so it might change in the future. Walk us through the championship matches that happened in the winter. So what ended up happening in the winter is the one student that was representing Pokemon High School, they made it to the top 10%. So out of, I think it was about 640 students, they were in the top 64. If I recall correctly, he was number 52. And so then that was split up into essentially an endurance competition where you're put one against one 
whoever wins gets to go on to the next match, and that keeps going until you're left with one versus one, and that is the championship. We unfortunately did not make it to the championship, but we did make it to the playoffs, which is very exciting that we were able to do that out of you know, 640 students right off the bat with our first competition. Many people think video games rot one's brain. However, the science behind video games tells a different story. Tell non-gamers why gaming should be embraced as a sport and as a culture. So video gaming, I will say, if it's at a very, very young age, perhaps more going outside, things like that, socializing face-to-face within reason because COVID. But video gaming, a lot of the games out there, it's like any board game, but with so much more strategy. So it's a similar argument of saying, oh, well, chess rots the brain because you're just staring at a board. You know, video games rot your brain because you're just staring at a screen. But there's so much strategy, like in chess, and with like Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, there's, I don't want to say hundreds, I forget exactly how many characters there are, mm-hmm. but more than 20. Um, in fact, probably more than 40 at this point, because they're always coming up with new characters, and each character has different moves, and then different moves can counterbalance those moves, and so you have to know so many different characters, so many different strategies. And so there's that kind of mental part of video gaming. The other part is the social part. What's so nice about, and it's what I wanted to do my research in in psychology before I became a teacher, what's so interesting about video games is it takes you into activities that you could never do in real life. Like when it comes to RPGs, you can work together with people to take down a dragon. That is something you don't do in real life. But psychologically speaking and mentally speaking, you feel like you're going on these humongous quests, these huge adventures with other individuals. And so the social aspect of that, of working together with someone, you know, to reach a common goal is huge and such a positive influence on especially individuals that sometimes struggle with face-to-face communication. Video gaming is a good way of being able to communicate and work with people without having to have as much, I don't want to say social skills because it's a different form of social skill, but without having to do as much face-to-face that can cause you know, awkwardness, anxiety, stress, things like that, and then build on those skills in a safe environment. Notice how you mentioned psychology. So tell us why every student should take your psychology class. I say this all the time in my psychology class, but psychology is everything. Any aspect of life, whether you are going to college, whether you're going into a trade, whether you're going straight into the workforce, whether you're working at home, anywhere, there's the psychology of it. There is the psychology of sports. There's the psychology of supermarkets. There's, I mean, I do the psychology of pirates in my class if there's extra time. Anything out there that involves thinking or behaving or some sort of behavior or how the mind works, anything like that, there's a psychology behind that. And when you understand that or you have a basic understanding of it, it makes so many things not only easier in life, but also it unlocks these doors where suddenly you start to understand where other people are coming from, why people are behaving the way they are. Before psychology, you know, someone could do something that you disagree with and you're like, man, that person's a jerk. 
after psychology, it's like, oh, you know, you know, this is how this person thinks. And, you know, it's probably because, you know, this is the environment that they were raised in. And so I can see why they feel that way. And because of the way that I was raised or, you know, the environment that I've been in, this is why I think that this way. It's a wonderful way of increasing understanding, not only of others, not only of situations, but also of the self. And I think that's crucial to any human being, to being able to better understand others and oneself. Thank you. As of this recording, the eSports team record is as follows. Logan Davis Jr. is four and three, ranked 117 out of 915. Ben Holland, sophomore, is two and five, ranked 281 out of 915. This has been a Warriors Communication Production.